Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. It's the In Wheel Time car talk show. Just ahead, we talk about toy haulers. Mars has ugly cars we all wish we never laid eyes on. We'll have the upcoming events calendar and late GCRS info from Gina Child Knowles, who will join us to talk about the upcoming Roundy Round race next Saturday at Houston Motorsports Park. Plus, we'll have this week's automotive news headlines just ahead on the Inwell Time Car Talk Show. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars, who hasn't said a word on the air all day long. Uh-oh. Uh, King Conrad DeLong, we need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us today. And uh, we've, we've had uh, apparently some sort of a technical issue. No, no. That's, it's not an issue. It's typical and normal. So, um, Except this one's been a lot longer than they typically are. Usually it's that first two minutes of the show. Yeah. This one's an hour in. So I understand you've got to, after the show, you've got to get ready for tonight. We all have to get ready for tonight. You have a parade to go to. <laughs> You're gonna have to fly. My mind was racing. I'm thinking, well, I've got a party to go to, but that's not the party. It's gonna be another party. Surprise! I don't. It's have a birthday f- party. Oh, happy birthday! And people will have their clothes on. Happy birthday! See, you couldn't it's get not a, mine. You couldn't get a straight answer out of them. <laughs> oh, ba-dum-ching. We we got to get a rim shot in here, <laughs> in the sound effects here. I don't know if I call. Never mind. I'll bring the kid in. We'll just send it all bring him. Well, Mr. Mars, um, we're waiting on you once again. Uh, do we happen to segment. have? Uh, do we happen to have a guest? We had him. We had him. <laughs> there he is. There he is. There he is. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm 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 hanging. I'm hanging on. With Mr. Cooper. DB DB Cooper DB Cooper. No. What? Here we go. <laughs> come on, Mars. We're waiting on you. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're we're waiting again. So it's all right. It's all right. It's supposed to be Randy Borcheting and uh, his friend. So we're just gonna wait for that to happen. Bear with us, Randy. Are they? <laughs> dun dun dun. Talk amongst yourselves out there in radio world. So Randy can hear us because he's giving us the wave. Hi, Randy. Is it a wave or a finger? No, I think it's a wave. Go ahead and bring him up. Okay. Randy, can you hear us? (laughs) Yep, we can hear hear you. Now we got it. Yep, we can hear you as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm 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 hearing all sorts of echo, echo and all of that sort of stuff. So we'll wait for Mr. Mars to fix that, and uh, and we'll just move on. Um, at any rate, I had something that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh, no. What did I do? Well, no, it's not. It, it's not something that you did. What didn't I? Do? I just no, office. it's none of that. It was. Um, you gonna get wax? I don't want to do. Uh, I had it in here. I just I can't remember. Is it an Oldsmobile thing? It's not an no. Oldsmobile thing. You wish. You and your Oldsmobile affliction. Well, I think this weekend is the National Oldsmobile Meet in Murphy's. Why aren't Bur- you there? Why didn't you take your Bur- Oldsmobile tennis? up there? Because I'd have to tow it. <laughs> and how long has this been going on? 
October. Why don't you turn it into an EV? October what? What do you mean? It's been going on since October. Yeah, it's when the October ignition. of last year. Yeah, yeah it's 1842. When the, when the ignition switch failed. Uh huh. Didn't you have a column put in that? Yes. Or a steering wheel. That's or something? that's what drives me crazy. Is I put a, a tilt column in it, and uh, now the ignition switch won't rotate. In that particular tilt steering column. column. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you, it came with a new ignition switch and everything. So. Have you called the uh, yep. tilt column company, and what did they say? Send me the parts. So and? Yeah. Well, I just got to get the parts out of it and send it to them. Okay. Okay. Well, what else did you have? What is it per mile for a wrecker nowadays? I, I, don't, I don't really know. I haven't used one in a while, thank goodness. Um, I had a story in particular that I... Had specifically for you, sir, and um, now, of course, the way that the whole day is going, I can't find it. So did you hear that General Motors is idling the electric truck factory for four weeks that builds the GMC Hummer EV? Uh, I did hear rumor of that. Yeah, I think some of it has to do with the transition to adding the Silverado EV to the production line line. because they're both going to come off the same assembly line. Um, And then I guess... GMC has announced there's going to be a Denali EV pickup sometime next year, which doesn't surprise me with generally what Chevrolet does. On but see, General market. Motors you would shut down for model change anyways two weeks a year toward the end of the year. Right. And, but this is four Into weeks. Into the model year. Into the model year. Yeah, generally it was the month of July or right. in, during the, the month thing. of July. Yeah, and the, the workers, will, I'm sure, will be paid. And GM is also planning on building an, uh, an autonomous van called the Origin. That is fully self-driving, and they're going to uh, deploy it using the Cruise Rideshare Company. Remember I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Cruise is the name of a company for rideshare in Mm -hmm. San Francisco, and GM is going to deploy these vans, uh, autonomous driving vans in San Francisco. It's a shame it didn't coincide with today. Which I think is just a a bad idea because San Francisco – you know, coming to a stop in San Francisco, you have to know what you're doing because when you're up and down on some of those hills, and if you come to a stop, they actually tell you to turn your wheels in towards yes. the curb. So if the vehicle moves, you're laying on the curb and you don't just go zinging down the hill. Did or if, you? Uh, if did one you, of the homeless jumps out on your hood. Or well, anything. you know, Ford's got a recall for cars not staying in park. Can you imagine one of those being in San Francisco? Mm-mm. Not a good day. Did you guys hear that uh, Bruton Smith died? Yes. Yes. How sad. So for those of you that don't know who Bruton Smith is, he was a longtime car dealer and is a pioneer in public automotive retail as well as a NASCAR Hall of Famer, racetrack owner, or should I say racetracks owner, Correct. and philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Died on Wednesday. He was 95. I didn't realize. I had no died. idea he was that old. He died of natural causes, according to Sonic Automotive, the public dealership that he founded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith, a giant in racing circles who helped support and promote stock car racing into a multi-billion dollar business, started a company called Speedway Motors, which became the first motorsports company to go public in 1995. I did not really realize that. It uh, later went private in 2019. He also was the first track owner to erect and shine lights on the course for a night race I remember in that. 1992. Yep. That yep. was a big, yeah, big deal. Charlotte, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. In 2015, Smith confirmed that he'd been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and underwent surgery to treat it. The next year, he was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Sonic Automotive ranks number seven on Automotive News' most recent list of the top 150 dealership groups based in the U.S., retailing 103 
5,486 new vehicles in 2021. Wow. And there's a a whole flurry of Sonic stores here in Houston. Mm -hmm. Sonic's got a very big footprint here in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did did you know that Shirley Muldowney had a birthday this week? She was 82. 82 years old. Yep. Think you had posted it? And still, yes, I did. I posted it. And it still... As feisty as ever. I was oh, thinking yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. That's one of those things that she'll never lose because that's who she is, and that's what got her to the Hall of Fame yeah. and uh, all the success that broke she broke that ceiling yep. uh, on on the drag strip. Yep. And uh, every female that's on the drag strip today owes her a debt of gratitude mm-hmm. for what she and, did. Uh, back they do. In the day. They, they they absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. I know that she's very tight with uh, Erica Enders mm-hmm. and her family and uh, Stan Holt. Um, it's uh, it's it's heartwarming to see that she's still viable. And, she's and she still makes lots of public appearances. Oh, yeah. She shows up on the NHRA circuit. She showed up out here at Tails and Tailpipes and Tacos for us. Well, for Stan. We just happened to be there. I and I, and I, got a, uh, I got a wonderful black and white autographed picture from her to Don on it with her white go-go boots back in the day when the picture was taken. It was really cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And another uh, birthday-related story, not car, but music, uh, Paul McCartney turned 80 on Tuesday. Now, why did you have to bring us all down? What that, do I mean, it's really? His birthday. Happy birthday. They ha- say, happy well, birthday, I, Sir Paul. They say, and it's a proven fact, the more birthdays you have, the longer you live. <laughs> Just saying. Did you also hear Toyota cut global production by 50,000 vehicles because of chip shortage? It's a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. You know, when you roll that into how much revenue that becomes. Uh, Toyota is also going to be partnering with Redwood Materials, a battery recycling company co-founded by the J.B. Struble, which is also the co-found, one of the co-founders of Tesla. Hmm. They're, they're out there to collect vehicle batteries to recycle them. to Kind of ex- like catalytic converters. Yeah, really. <laughs> That'll be the next big thing. Yeah, but when you... Cut those batteries loose and you're underneath them. You're just dead because they weigh a lot. <laughs> Not only that, but to, can you imagine with a little bit of charge left in those batteries? Zing. Uh-huh. You're dead anyway. Yeah, well, they put out enough voltage to push it through you. It's and like, the amperage is yep. real high. You know, the plan is to take old worn-out batteries and either refurbish them or break them down and extract the materials out of them and sell back to the battery makers. Just like catalytic converters. So, it, it Think about that. The guy, one of the co-founders of Tesla is coming around with a battery refurbishing company. Yeah, let's go full circle on this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's go uh, back out to Randy Borcharding uh, Paint House. Randy, you there? I am here. How does that sound, Mr. Mars? It doesn't sound too Somebody good. You're just going to have to wait back there, on again. Uh, Randy. So, with um, um, Oh, is we'll, this we'll audio let, feeding into audio somewhere? Yeah, we'll we'll let our audio engineer, Mr. Mike Morris, take care of you that. Got it. There we go. Now try it. Okay. How's that? Talk to me, Randy. Hello, Don. Much oh, better. Yay. That fixed it. That fixed it. <laughs> so, where are you, and what are you doing? Well, I'm standing outside my friend and employee's new uh, ATC toy hauler. We're out in Magnolia, Texas. At ATC. That's- yes. That's a brand. It is very nice. Well, so who's going to who's going to talk to us about this new toy hauler? Because we want to look and see and hear. Well, I'll walk you around, and uh, you can ask questions. And yep, this basically, Jan and I owned one of these. You guys interviewed us. I don't know a year or so ago. Yeah, maybe. yeah. 
And you still uh, have we, that one? We do not. And I miss it greatly. However, Cody loved it so much. He bought one and uh, he's now living in it full time. And, and uh, that's what this is about. I believe is to talk about his experience. So this is like a cribs episode. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, Co- Cody, what's the best way to find new friends? Buy a trailer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And if you don't like your neighbors, you can leave. Exactly. <laughs> so is this one planned to move vehicles around as well? Or did you buy yes. it just to just to house yourself in? I, I, I'll let Cody answer that, but I'm going to flip the camera around real quick. All right. All right, here we go. So I bought it because, uh, well, needed a place to live. Is uh, went through a divorce, but that's neither here nor there. But, uh, yeah, I loved Randy so much. The fact it had good space. It's kind of industrial rather than uh, actually these other uh, RVs that, I don't know, they're a little more, what's the word? Residential, residential, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And uh, I want to help out paint house and be able to haul some of our show cars if need be. Uh, this trailer, it, it can hold a full-size, you know, 67 Mustang. 65 Mustang. I think we believe we had a 65 in yours at one time. Yes, that's correct. Um, so I got mine so that I can actually hook up my truck, pull my Veloster, and I can go anywhere I want and have a little car that puts around in. And where are ATCs produced? They're up in Napanee, Indiana, which is kind of the heart of the RV industry up there. Okay. Near Elkhart. Yep, that is the center. The nucleus. Yeah. One of the nice things about this rig and what I was drawn to initially is it's all metal, all aluminum. There's no wood in it. And so many of the RVs are built out of wood that, uh, yeah, they just, over time, they deteriorate, especially in our humidity. So this all aluminum thing is strong. It looks good, but it, and it can handle a lot of weight which the other types typically can't. Are we going to get to go inside, or are we just going to have to stand outside? And, in uh, the heat. In the heat. Cody, did you, you clean it up knowing we were going to go on the air? See, this The basic outside structures, it's a trailer. Storage compartment. It's got an awning. This is a triple axle setup. Oh, wow. So it can handle, I think it'll haul like 10,000 pounds of cargo. So, 3,000-pound car and uh, all of your junk. Fuel, tires, tools. Yep. So, initially, here's the kitchen slash bar. So, you you got the... refrigerator. Now, we're looking back into what would be the garage area. Cody, go stand over there if you would. The The nice thing about this trailer, which ours did not have, that wall he's standing next to is movable. Yeah. So I can take this and move it to here and have full space for my car. Okay, okay. So depending on the size of the vehicle and how you want to utilize the space, it's totally adjustable. It's adjustable or the wall can go away. And when you get up to this point, the refrigerator here, it's about 18 feet. So you can get a, a good sized vehicle in here and and still have all your living space. Now, is up above sleeping? It, it can be either a, right now it's storage, but there it can be a loft for, you know, another bunk bed type thing. 
That is another feature they've added that my trailer did not have. So they've really done a good job of using the space in this thing in a useful way. Probably listening to its customers as they were giving him some ideas as to how to uh, make adjustments to it. I do like that movable wall feature. That's actually quite cool. So the nice thing is you can create a room or an office. Let's say you had a UTV or dirt bikes. You can just block them off and not have the, the odors that might emanate from them in the rest of the cabin, that kind of stuff. And the entrance to the back of it, is it a drop-down ramp that you drive up to get in and yep. out? So do you have to kind of change the, the angle of the trailer yeah, the, the to, pitch of it, yeah. to make it work best? Correct. It's a That black door is a full ramp that drops down. You can drive a car up, but I think it'll hold 5,000 pounds. Wow. And they also have an optional, like a patio kit, where it will sit level. And you can have a, a railing around it, even have an awning out over it. it. It's a nice little deck if you want it to be. There you go. In the floor, it's got the uh, airline track. Can't see it at the moment, but there's basically a run down the center. Yeah, for tie downs. One on each side. So you can do like motorcycles, UTVs, or full size cars. Got a lot of windows, which is nice. I've lived in another RV that did not have windows, and the windows really open up the space. So next time I take my uh, Corvette to the drag strip, I'll have a place to stay, and I don't have to drive the car on the street with the slicks on the back. Yeah. I mean, I'm walking up now into the front. This would be like the gooseneck area, which is the bedroom. And it's a it's a full, like, six-foot three ceiling height you can stand up in here that's nice so but you have to have it's a gooseneck so you've got to have the receiver in the bed of the truck to be able to tall haul that thing oh yeah correct yeah so another bonus this thing has right here is a slide out which again my trailer did not so there's a small pocket that will slide out it gives you some more storage just another useful use of well, it was just a flat wall before, but now you got a little extra room, a little extra storage. In here is either a closet or you can do a washer dryer in there. Hmm. So you, you can literally live full time in this thing. And we did. And Cody is now. So, Cody, what is the uh, first uh, paint house vehicle you think you'll be transporting? Um, I have a feeling it's probably going to be one of our Corvettes. Maybe... Possibly the SEMA this year. Um, hope, hopefully, hopefully one of those. I'd love to drag this thing out to SEMA and and uh, not have to pay pricey hotel rooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no kidding. Well, I know, yeah. Randy, you and I had kind of bounced back and forth on a, uh, Facebook that the Corvette I was looking at is not going to be your SEMA car. Tell us a little bit about your SEMA car. Well, the one that we hope to get in done in time for SEMA, and that's up to the upholstery shop, it's a 67... Roadster convertible, uh, LS7, modern LS7. One of our custom colors, wheels, full interior. I mean, it's a nice resto mod car. It's very pretty. And, and going in, going in Grios as usual? No, that's, we have a different project going to Grios. It's a 67 Firebird convertible. Okay. Cool. I want to see oh. a custom paint job on that rig. On Cody's trailer. Yep, I would do. I want yeah, to see it. That's yeah. a lot of paint. That's <laughs> a lot of paint. Matching truck, too. Would it fit in the booth? Yeah. 
we don't have enough of a paint booth for that. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be a makeshift paint booth out underneath gonna, the trees. We're going to need a bigger paint booth. Plastic yeah. tent. Well, gentlemen, it's great to talk to both of you. Thank you so much for the tour this morning. What a great trailer. Yeah. And Cody, yeah. Uh, Cody and Randy, thank you. You are most welcome. Y'all take care. You do the same. Have a great 4th of July. Be safe out there. All right. Time now for the events calendar. Conrad has that. Yep. And uh, so tonight, uh, um, well, after the show, is Saturday at the ranch at uh, Harley-Davidson in College Station. They're going to have a free cruise in. Starts at 11 a.m., goes to 3 p.m. Also starting at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, in Alvin, Texas, is the Buddy Strong Car Show at the Cattleman's Western Store. Uh, cruise uh, Classic Car Show and Shine at Bel Air Boulevard in Richmond, Texas, from noon to 4 p.m. And again, Nifty 50s tonight up at Buckthorn Place in the Woodlands. Bombshell Saturday Meet is uh, tonight as well, and that is the East Freeway Bombshells from 4 to 7 p.m. The HPM Apollo Meet uh, at Crumble Cookies on West Grand Parkway in Richmond, and that's 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. And uh, let's see, the final one will be the Dayton Cruisers Weekly Street Meet, and that starts at 7 p.m., and that's in Dayton. Dayton's not big enough. It's easy enough to find. You know, you know somebody coolest, told me that the other day. Hey, uh, fly, just fly out to Dayton. You'll, you'll find whatever it was we were looking for. No. Well, I, I need to have an address. It's bigger than you think it is. Well, for me, driving through on 90. We're not talking about you. <laughs> it, it's just as big it's as driving be about through you, on huh? 90. But if you take that, about that north through, through downtown, it, it's quite a bit bigger than you think. But Dayton I don't has a downtown. Go up that way. Okay. All right, uh, time now for the car review for this hour. Mr. Mars has ugly cars. Eventually he will. We can turn his mic on and we can listen to him. I was I was very surprised. What are you doing over there? I'm still He's working. Still working. Working on changing a tire? Working for the man. <laughs> working for the man, Working man. for a living. Okay, Mars, it's all yours. It. So, ugly cars. So, I ugly can... cars. So, I thought, okay, there's ugly cars out there, but I was really surprised at... Well, I found. Well, no, it's just it's such a matter of uh, personal taste on what people think are ugly cars. I kind of looked around a little bit. The Halloween and, edition. Yeah. Well, I was something puking. I didn't want to. <laughs> there was a the nice girl puking. I found a picture of, but I decided the pumpkin oh, was a little more. Put, put the girl up there. I'd rather see her than a damn pumpkin. Well, that's probably true. I mean, I just sure. puked on my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things I found that there there is some, I, I went out looking at what other people thought were ugly cars because I didn't. I'm a car guy. I like most cars. I like the way they look. Oh, but hell, there are some. Cars there, there are some cars that I found that everybody thinks are ugly, like the PT Cruiser. I, I agree. I had one as a company car. So I, 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 I'm not saying it's a good car. I'm saying I don't see that car as being ugly. I mean, there's a fine line between the two. And the next one as well, the SSR, the retro, we've talked about it a lot of times. You know, it's the pickup from Chevrolet. And What you know, a great idea for Gina Shile Knowles. So the Miata race is, I think, uh, done with because yeah, he couldn't get no enough cars. Out. We need to have an ugly car race. Ooh. That would work because then you got a wider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a like lot it. of people. We'll show talk up. to her in a little but bit. But this was actually available with a 400 horse LS2 and a six. Uh, yeah, I, way again, too late. But, but again, I had them with as company cars. But you're talking about as as fun to drive and things. And we're just talking about looks as far as the ugly and the the Chrysler Prowler is another one. Oh, I, I don't think I would that is ugly. I think that was 
beautiful car. I do too, but every, I looked at five different lists, including Motor Trend and, uh, and Car and Driver, and these three cars showed up on all of them as well, they think they're ugly. Pontiac Aztec better be in there somewhere because that had to be <laughs> the ugliest thing so, anybody so, ever built. So, I found so, one of so, them. So, so, the 1961 so. Plymouth Fury is probably so, so. what I would consider an ugly car just because of the style of I it. I like it. In fact, you know, if you look at the research on it and stuff, a lot of people think that that is because of the way they changed the lines and stuff on it. That's kind of what uh, gave up and gave it everything back over to Ford because they took off all the fins and everything. Well, that was during the space age. Yes, it was. Well, it was also stuff. a pretty popular police car. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because of the engine and stuff. Okay, so. Do you know what I would do with that? Tub it. Elastic. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So, so uh, uh, and I'm so, not putting these in any so, particular so. order other than, you know, the Nissan Versa. That was kind of considered a uh, yes, I would agree. Uh, an ugly car. I think the way they did it's the lights. It's actually the Juke, but it was based on the Nissan Versa. And the way they did it, it looked like a bug crawling across the top of the water. <laughs> so, and then uh, AMC had a couple of them that I didn't really AMC think were ugly, but <laughs> they were, you know, the Gremlin is one of them that shows up a it lot whenever people talk about it. as ugly as the fishbowl But it pacer. was very functional as far as the time that they put it out. A lot of people mm. like the functionality of it. And speaking of the pacer the pacer's next <laughs> follow him i mean it came out after the gremlin you know they thought they were doing a good thing do you remember a sportscaster by the name of anita martini yeah. she had a beige one that was the absolute ugliest car in oh, the parking yeah. that lot that would be bad beige See, and i, I was on wayne's the- world Oh, yeah. I always thought the Matador was kind of an ugly car, too. Yeah. I had a friend that had a Matador. He loved that car. It don't show up a whole lot, though. And then uh, the other one for Don, I, I couldn't help but put it in here, the Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. Oh yes. The, yes, the cross-dressing it, it, Cabriolet. It, you know, to me, it looks like they, <laughs> they kind of just went in there with a sawzall and cut a big, top, oh, a big hole Mars, in the top. Mars. It'll be in today's parade. So Thank you, one, Nissan. The one and only that I had, it was a sea mist foam green <laughs> cross-dressing cab- Cabriolet. And it, it's a convertible SUV. Did Can you see? Hey, <laughs> hi, everybody. No, that hey, is... Don, can you wave when that? Oh, hey. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is truly an ugly vehicle. But going something a little smaller, there's a Suzuki X90 that I've never oh, seen I remember live. that. I remember that. Itty bitty little it thing. It is. It's like it up, a little two seater type put thing. Put it in the put back of, in the of, back of your truck. truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's uh, the one that. Uh, uh, like a, not a mini, but there's one the, the smart car. That's yeah, the smart car. It's, it's about like that. I think this one actually looks better than the smart car. Need and to then, hurry up uh, with this. Okay, then another one is uh, that I kind of like actually is the Volkswagen Type 181, commonly called a thing. Yep, the Kabo- in bright yellow Boogle wagon. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. Farfic Nugan. And if you really got lots of money and you want to buy something that people consider ugly, there you go. Here's your here's your shooting. Here's break. your. Four hundred and sixty-five thousand dollar Rolls Royce Cullinan, 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 Kardashian, and to me it looks like it's got a big eighteen-wheeler front end on it. You didn't have the Pontiac Aztec in that list. Oh, it wasn't. You can only dream. He just kind of conveniently breezed over it because you know what? He bought one for one of his kids. No, I had one. We can only dream. Mm -hmm. Hey, the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show is available 24-7 through the iHeartRadio app. Just look for the In Wheel Time Car Talk 
uh, words. We also, no, we don't. We don't stream on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, and InWheelTime.com, and our podcasts are not ripe for the picking from your favorite podcast source. Inwheel Time Car Talk Show continues after this quick break. Get out the permanent marker and write on your wall calendar the next Tailpipes and Tacos cruise-in, Saturday, September 17, 2022. It's the fall edition of Tailpipes and Tacos at the Loopy Tortilla in Katy, 8 to 11 a.m. It's the only place cruisers compete for Loopy's Chili Pepper Trophies and other prizes. There's no charge to enter your vehicle for Best Hot Rod, Best Classic, or Best Modern Classic. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's coolest and most unique cruise-in and is your opportunity to see the Best Hot Rod, Show Cars, Classics, and Resto Mods and get Loopy Tortilla Breakfast tacos with adult beverages. There's no entry fee and cars will automatically compete for those much sought after custom Loopy trophies and other prizes. It happens at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10. It's Tailpipes and Tacos Fall Edition, Saturday, September 17th. The Inwheel Time Car Talk Show will be there too. Celebrate the beginning of fall and the return of the Tailpipes and Tacos Cruise In, Saturday morning, September 17th, 8 to 11 a.m. We'll see you then, weather permitting. Want to take a minute to tell you about Gulf Coast Auto Shield, a Houston detail company like no other. Gulf Coast Auto Shield offers paint correction services that'll give your car, truck, or SUV a like-new shine. Afterwards, you'll want to protect it with a professionally installed nano-ceramic coating or protection film. Worried about your very expensive windshield getting damaged, broken, or cracked? Let Gulf Coast Auto Shield install ExoShield, a windshield protection film. Give John Gray a call today or check out their website, gcautoshield.com. Hey, whether you own a new, ultra-expensive, exotic, or a five-year-old Suburban, Gulf Coast Auto Shield will help keep your investment looking like the day it rolled off the assembly line. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is conveniently located on the South Sam Houston Parkway, just south of I-69, the Southwest Freeway. Meet the staff and check out all of their services online right now at gcautoshield.com. The In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show is now part of the iHeart family. Now you'll have access to 24-7 car talk anytime you need a fix. Just download the iHeart Radio app and ask for In-Wheel Time Car Talk, and there we are. Be sure to save us in your iHeart library for instant access. No matter where you are, you have the best car talk show right on your PC, laptop, or mobile device and never have to worry about finding us again. Of course, you can always get access to our video and audio streams via InWheelTime.com and your favorite podcast channel, and all of this is free to you. From the iHeartRadio app, you'll not only hear our Saturday morning live show, but the best shows of the past, updated weekly. Never miss a minute of up-to-date new car reviews, pre-owned reviews, Conrad's Car Clinic, informative interviews, automotive news, and the most fun car talk show on the planet. Just download the iHeartRadio app, search for In Real Time Car Talk, save it to your library, and with a tap of the icon, you'll be in touch with your favorite car talk team. In Real Time Car Talk, streaming now on iHeart.com slash In Real Time Car Talk. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Real Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.